Hello, welcome to another bonus episode of the Prince Kai Fan Pod. I'm Bethany Finger. <laughs> One of these days, Samantha's going to hear you say that and get really upset. <laughs> right? So today is our special holiday episode. In keeping with last year's tradition, we are going to do a Christmas rom-com. Last year, we did the best one ever made, which was The Princess Switch, starring Vanessa Hudgens. (sighs) Starring two people I forgot to look up. (laughs) I'll pull it up on IMDb. Now, I've seen this before, but Lindsay has not. Right? While we watch, it'll be so strange to record about a movie you haven't seen yet because we'll just be talking. <laughs> Unedited. Yeah, unscripted. So this movie stars Rose McCliver and Ben Lamb. Well, that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think we're ready to to do this. If you are listening along, I hope you enjoy this commentary. Oh, wait, we should explain. This is a public episode, Lindsay, not a Patreon episode. So Patreon is filled with these super duper cool commentary episodes that Lindsay and I do on movies. <laughs> Mostly Twilight, but we've done a couple others. Yeah, and I know we did because I already released that. I put that one out into the wild. Everybody has Princess Switch. Yes. No. well today so if you're a regular listener what Lindsay and I like to do is we pick a movie we watch it together and we record our commentary as we watch the film so today we're going to do a Christmas Prince which is available on Netflix it's about an hour and a half long if you are listening along please enjoy our thoughts if you are following along um, because the pause button is weird we're starting at zero six (laughs) okay so in three two one hopefully mine's not too loud the tv's really far away from where i'm sitting you guys don't know this but scamp just turned his head and is now watching the tv with us which is not an uncommon thing yeah already already yeah already it's like not the same vibe as the switch was the switch started with this like unique fun pop christmas song that i'd never heard and this is like a very stereotypical christmas song that we've all heard a million times which no judgment but it's like 
the tone for a different like story, right? No, I think it's just the verses we don't normally hear. <laughs> like how Twinkle Twinkle has like multiple verses, but we only know the one, right? So yeah, we're in beautiful New York City, snow everywhere. We're in some kind of office, which is overly decorated for Christmas with no acknowledgement of other holidays, but whatever. Yeah, she's super adorable. She kind of looks like you because she's got chucks and skinny jeans on, which I know isn't like a unique fashion choice, but it always reminds me of you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's like totally your style. How do we feel about this stereotypical sidekick pairing that like the sidekicks are a black girl and a gay guy? Typical. <laughs> She's very small. She would be an adorable Tinkerbell. I would believe that. as a copywriter, a fact checker, basically. I love fake country names. <laughs> Aldovia. I'm like, I am currently writing a book, so I've been having a lot of fun making up like names and words and phrases. And so now I'm kind of obsessed with fake country names. So he, his inauguration, his dad died and he's about to take the throne a year later and he's, and it's happening on Christmas day as it always is because it's always on Christmas day. And she's going to send this fact checker all the way across the world. And now we are seeing some really poorly edited images of online gossip. Yeah. This, I mean, this movie is a few years old, but it's not that old. Right? This looks like it was made in Microsoft Word. I'm obsessed with that guy's bow tie and vest, by the way. It reminds me of Alex so much because that's exactly the kind of thing he would wear. She is so little and she, you know, again, like with the princess switch though, the snow actually looks real. It's like gross and muddy. And that's exactly what snow really looks like. If you live anywhere in the snow, it's not all fluffy and cute like it is in the movies. No, that's true. That's true. Her dad is adorable. 
I hate when they drink an obviously empty cup of anything, but, you know, TV, whatever. I know, and it's supposed to be full of hot coffee. Her dad is, like, super excited for her. He's like, why are you not excited to go to Europe for free? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I think her real accent shows a little, but not enough. Yeah, and I think her accent shows a little, but not enough that it pulls me out of the story. Just enough that I'm like, eh. Oh, cool. That makes sense. She has the nose for it. She's adorable. Right. We flash forward to Lane, and she's landing in Aldovia. And Harper looks tiny. Yeah, it looks real. Her coat, I love like how boring her coat is right now. It looks like uniform. Like it's there to keep her warm, not to make a fashion statement. What subtlety? Come on. <laughs> Switch did it better. I, I do. That's a little weird that she would just like randomly say that to a bunch of strangers and then they're all on her side, but I guess it's like an exasperated thing. I tend to like stew in my own suffering and wait till I get home and to complain to Quentin when people are me. Yeah, I feel like you're more savage than me, though, because I would just be like, oh, no, someone stole my cab, whereas there's no world in which you let anyone take your cab. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't tolerate it for a second, but I would be like, oh, he must be in a hurry. This place looks effing gorgeous. And you know what? It's different than Princess Switch, but it's still somehow like European chic or whatever. Classic European, I should say. And again, it still looks kind of believable to me. It doesn't look like a set design. Uh-huh. I love when it's a fake European country in a movie and they all speak English instead of their own language. And they... And the only, they, the only way that they show us it's a foreign country is like, well, they all have a British accent. <laughs> yeah. Schedule. I love the way they talk. Schedule. Yeah, where is he? Oh, she's so cute raising her hand. Good question. We're not rescheduling. Glad you flew all the way here. 
And they all laugh at the poor girl. I like how they all laugh at her audacity to even ask for an interview, and yet they still seem disappointed when the guy says no interview. <laughs> That's the point in the scene where they're supposed to groan in unison, so I guess they just were, like, not paying attention to why. <laughs> You know, what's funny is I just looked it up and she's taller than me. She's 5'3". She's 5'3", you guys. <laughs> that's about two. That's almost an inch taller than me. Well, we can't all be 5'11 and gorgeous. <laughs> okay, it is way too easy to sneak into this palace. Can you imagine, like, trying to sneak into the White House that easily? <laughs> it's like royalty supposedly lives here. True story. But not through a back door. <laughs> she just walks around taking pictures. Heller. I love the camera angle of this. Like, just the way it looks down at her and then up at him. Of course she has an American tutor coming the same week that this random American girl shows up. Yeah, hide that press muscle. <laughs> I'm like, why wasn't that your first thing? like the Mrs. Donatelli of this movie. It's like the Mrs. Donatelli of this movie. Like she's there to aid the stat the royalties or whatever. Right. They have um Charlotte. Yeah. Oh, the last girl quit because there was a mouse in her bed? Yeah, I hate the press. That was such a great line delivery. I love it. Yeah, it's almost like I live there. <laughs> this fake beard and fake long hair is horrible. There are Christmas Halloween costumes that are better than this. You know what? He was a selfish jerk, though. So none of this selfish jerk, uh, I feel insulted crap 
I love her weird curtsy. She's so awkward. I love her hair. I know. The mom looks familiar, but I don't know why. She kind of reminds me of Sissy Spacek, I think. Daring Santa Claus. You just need, not everybody can pull off a beard, especially a fake one. What are you doing in my palace? You know what? I think this is one of those moments where it's okay that she's like stumbling because they're just going to assume it's because she's not used to being around royalty and not that she doesn't know how to fake her own identity. Right? And they assume we're all like uneducated. What is that saying? Uncultured swine? <laughs> I love that her voice drops to a whisper, but you know what I really love is that she doesn't say I'll pay for that, which I'm like, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, oh God, she's going to say I'll pay for that. And they're going to be like $9 million. And she's going to be like, will you take a kidney? And like, <laughs> but as it turns out, <laughs> even the guest room has a tree. And the guest room is bigger than my first apartment. <laughs> Her fake accent, on the other hand, is terrible. Her, like, fake New York accent, where she's, like, half New York, half Jersey girl, not good. Oh, no, they forgot to send the... The homework to her, that's so strange. Almost like she's not the real person. Oh my gosh, right? Like, that's not a girl. Do you remember when, <laughs> you remember when we talked about um, how... Vanessa constantly messing up and her character messing up in Princess Switch was like, uh-oh, I lied on my resume. This girl lied about her entire identity and nobody fact-checked it. Like, you're entrusting her with the hands of the people in charge of your country when you know how many countries have like fallen apart due to assassination attempts and you're not even going to like double-check. Like, let me see some ID at least. It seems a little juvenile for someone her age, but this would so be me as a tutor. Uh, do you know what any of this means? I love her. She's like, it looks good. Yeah, totally right. Interesting that 
being good at English is automatically associated with being a writer. Right. Oh, that felt a little forced, but I'm not in her position. Yeah, I feel like the actors could have done a better job of looking sympathetic there, but I think they're going for she's overwhelmed by her fake identity. That like she's so self-absorbed and worried about herself, she's not even taking in how this is impacting a little girl. So she calls her brave and they look outside and the prince is playing archery on the most juvenile archery set I've ever seen in my life. It looks like it is for children. Do you remember the one, how like massive and uh, intimidating the one in ooh, Princess Diaries, I mean, I was distracted. I'm sorry. Weird, right? He's not nearly as attractive as Edward from Princess Diary or Princess Switch. Sorry. But no, you know, they can't all be. Seriously. I'm just, my brain just keeps thinking of the set design from Princess Diaries that, like, Makes this one look very juvenile. Right? And yet his sister does it right away. Yeah, get your head out of the gutter. Also, the way she was, I know, right? Like, the way she was holding that bow and arrow, that thing wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> Did you see that little girl's face? Like, she had no idea what a high five was? No, it's because a high five is a completely American concept. Yeah, only in America will we slap each other's hands. <laughs> again? Again? <laughs> of course. Again? The Princess Diaries romantic, let me show you how to use a bow and arrow scene is way better than this one. Oh my gosh. I'm not entirely sure that arrow would have had enough oomph behind it to arc that high or smash the window. Hmm, true. She, she's not even, like, I would be so secretive. I would, like, whisper, whisper every time I talk to my friends about my secret assignment. Right. Music playing. <laughs> See, but her outfit right now, I feel like that's something you would wear.
I love her dress. <laughs> I would totally dress like the grumpy lady. So she gets to go to their dinner with them. I love, you know what I love about this movie? I love how much Amber looks like a real human being. She wears regular clothing. Right. She doesn't overly do her hair or her makeup or her jewelry. She just looks like a regular person. Right. Hey, girl. Hey, I'm also not into it. Because the food is just so gross. She's so not good at, like, hiding her picture taking. Did you see that crap? What was that? See, this is one of those things where I don't even take pictures of important stuff anymore. I just record it on a video and then screenshot the places that look good, which is obviously what she needs to do here, right? right? Oh, we have Simon. Lindsay, you may recognize him because he appeared in Princess Switch 3. And he was a slime bag in that movie, too. Oh, look, a vague European-British accent with no explanation. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Oh, are you enjoying the party? Thank you for me. You seem fascinated with my brother. Well, who wouldn't be? He's supposed to be the handsome prince, right? You know what? Um, if they're half as good as the sugar cookies I make for Christmas, I would have those for dinner every day. <laughs> Meat jello. Exactly. <laughs> it's a trifle. It's got all of these layers. Her voice is so sour when she talks to him, it's like she just sucked on a lemon. Miss Martha. She's so lifeless. Meet Simon. Cousin. You know, the jerk. <laughs> Don't they always have a Ferrari? I don't know. It might have just been an unflattering angle. It's so hard to tell. Right? Her pajamas look really comfy, by the way. 
Right. See, the thing is, she's not, and she doesn't seem all that interested, so their comments kind of come out of nowhere. Of course, she's asking questions about him. That's literally her job while she's there, is to be, like, suspicious of the prince. This place looks gorgeous. Like something Bob Ross would paint. This is what I'm saying. She, like, dresses like a normal person, and she tosses her hair in a messy ponytail. Like, I love it. I love it. Again, not exactly subtle. I mean, she's supposed to be getting the real scoop on who he really is as a person. But she definitely looks super suspicious the way she's standing there holding the... Like, she's not even trying to hide it. Right. The fireplace looks real. That looks like a real fire. I really love these camera angles. Like, the way that it looks down when it's looking at her and then the way that it looks up when there's anyone tall. I know it's like a small thing, but I'm here for it. That's probably intentional by the uh, wardrobe department, right? So to show that like she's already dressing like royalty, just the other gender of it. Oh, look at them take a couple steps to each other. And he's wearing my favorite color. Yeah, she, yeah. That's an awfully personal question considering you just met. You're like, why are you abdicating the throne? Are you abdicating the throne? Are you a playboy? Like, that's fair. He was pretty vulnerable. And hearts. I love these lights that look like waterfalls. Joy to the wedding. I like this dress a lot of hers. Yeah. She, yeah, I like her. Simon is such a dick. Picking up the ornaments that the dead king made and making fun of them, like, you're not winning any favors with that behavior. Yeah. This is such a beautiful acorn, and supposedly her husband made it before he died, and she never got the chance to put it on the tree. She's a tutor, and they're, like, inviting her to a lot of intimate family gatherings. Yeah. Like, hanging elements on the tree is not a, a tutor experience. Okay, like, and why is she even living at the palace as a tutor? 
she's not a nanny. She's a tutor. Like, she's not there to tend to her every need. Oh, we have the mean girl. Hmm, snarky. That was a crap curtsy if I ever saw one. You're just the queen. She seems to be a very gracious queen, though. Like, she doesn't seem to care very much, but she still holds herself very proper. The way she folds her hands in front of herself, the way Margaret does from Princess Switch. Like, another indication of royal, royal status. Yeah. Right? Fascinating choice of shoes. I love this red dress. Like, obviously, we don't much care for this girl, but... Beautiful, beautiful ornament, and she demands that it be Richard. Of course it should be Richard, even though the queen is right there trying to hang it up. Be careful with my heart. <laughs> They're probably like family heirlooms that are worth millions of dollars. This is like such awkward... <laughs> right this is such awkward like notes she's writing down like i don't know some of her notes is like do you really need to write that down these are some good pictures considering it was on a camera phone when she wasn't really paying attention what are you up to nothing suspicious I'm not doing anything suspicious. Well, why is she working on it in the room that she knows Emily's about to show up in for tutoring? Right. Like, you have no business being in there. Oh, and look, the child is the one that figures it out. Oh man, that's so funny. It makes, you know, it's so funny because like it made perfect sense to me that Olivia in Princess Switch would figure it out because like she knows Stacy so well. But like it's, it speaks very poorly of the, the palace staff that a child discovered the secret identity of the teacher and not the grown-ups. And so the little girl is like, look, you want to stay here undetected? I've got your back, but you better make my brother look good in your article. Or F off. Like, she <laughs> like, like Amber has any other choice, do we have a deal? Come on. This is the most perfect square sugar cookie thing I've ever seen and I doubt I don't believe it for a second even Samantha's aren't that square and she went to pastry school right but not children who are supposedly baking cookies for the first time in their life 
you know, that would make a lot more sense to me than my earlier suspicions. But I have to make sugar cookies tonight, so I think my mind is just, like, on it. Because I have a, a work party on Thursday, but tomorrow I'm working until 8, so I don't want to do it tomorrow night, so I'm supposed to, I'm going to do it tonight. Nice, that's totally okay. Oh, we mentioned that. So he just, like, in his spare time is always playing, like, Christmas carols on his piano. Okay, like, I know she's the bad guy, but I love this outfit, and I would wear it so fast. I'm fine with that, Lindsay. <laughs> right? More like Blake Lively. I love that she comes in and she's like, I missed you. Now get your stuff together. Let me show you how. Like, well, it's a charity event, not a PR stunt. Well, it's both. But you didn't deny it. She didn't say, nah, she said, it's a part of who you are. She was like, I know I can't lie, so I'll just deflect. I love what you can, I do love you. I love what kind of off life you could offer me if you would just let me manipulate you a little bit more. Thanks, Santa. Love her hat. And the, okay, her hat, her gloves, and her scarf all match, which is adorable. And uh, thank you, props department. I can uh, see that her coat is actually buttoned up. It drives me bananas when movies try to tell me that it's freezing outside and no one has their coat zipped up. I'm like, the wind would jump in there so fast. I love that she's like, I would take him to the dungeons. <laughs> Seriously, you guys have a dungeon? I would a million percent believe that every castle ever. I would be disappointed to walk into a castle and find out it didn't have a dungeon. I'd be like, are you really a castle? If you don't have a dungeon? Right. Oh, good job, little kids. It's always orphans, right? Every time they're doing some kind of stunt in every movie, it's orphans. Princess Diaries. Right. Princess Diaries, Princess Switch, Prince, A Christmas Prince, like they all do it. You know, this is actually very reminiscent of the parade scene in Princess Diaries, too. Right, not the queen. Oh no, where's the prince? He's supposed to be here. Where's Richard? Oh goodness, Richard. How could you do this to your mother again? 
And it's always a saint, somebody's orphanage, St. Michael's, St. Joseph's, St. George. I really, one of these days, I really want it to be like Betsy's orphanage or something. <laughs> something really like catastrophic. Bob's. Omega Bob's orphanage for unruly lunars, for, for abandoned lunars. With the worst snowball I've ever seen, but it's fine. And she has to pull her phone out so she can take pictures. But you know what? This is actually really sweet. So, like, duh, take pictures. Oh, look at her face. She's starting to feel. Mom is very upset, and he's like, okay, but my duty is to those kids, not the press, so. But I get what the mom is saying, that, like, fine, if you want to hang out with the kids, obviously that's more important, but you did say you would be there, and that's important, too. Like, you have to be a man of your word, yeah. Truth, honor, and life. It's just me trying to bring it back to Princess Switch every time. <laughs> Did I mention I love that one? Oh, okay. My bad. I know! I want to watch it now. Anyways. Bad music playing, so we know the tone has changed. He would have been so proud of you. Um. Again, this is gorgeous. <laughs> it's three days until Christmas. I don't know. Plot? I guess because otherwise, why is Martha there? And now she's sneaking her out of the palace. Uh, well, she's under a, a, a coat and scarf, so I don't actually know what she's wearing. Hurry, 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 hurry! Seriously, this palace So it's like making it really easy to tell. They're basically telling us it's really easy to infiltrate the palace and kidnap the princess. In case anybody's listening and they're thinking about invading Aldovia, it's not going to be that hard. <laughs> Well, I don't think it's that she can't move. I think it's that it's painful and difficult. Because they said she had spina bifida. Um, not that I know a lot about the disease. Just like what I learned on Grey's Anatomy, which is obviously not accurate. This looks like so much fun. And again, I love how realistic it is. 
Why are they always on horses in the snow, Lindsay? It's like... <laughs> but I do love how realistic this... Again, with the... I don't know why I'm obsessed with the cameras, but, like, I love the shaky cam. Not be, I mean, it makes me a little nauseous, but, like, I love the realism of the shaky cam while they fall down. Emily! Emily! I like that they have snow on them as they should from rolling around in it. I want to own this horse. That snowball took no effort. She just picked it up off the ground and it was a perfectly formed snow. This slow-mo is a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. That's a little weird. I'm all about these camera angles until this scene. This is fine. This is like obligatory moment, right? right oh what are those two even doing together if she can't stand him and she's trying to like get in good with Richard like why is she even spending time with Simon at all alone alone in the carriage with her nose so stuck up it looks like she just smelled poo I can. He's a prince. Everybody gets smitten with princes. Have you never seen a rom-com? I can't believe she finds the attractive prince attractive. It's so strange. <laughs> Special appearance by Quentin Finger, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this color of crushed purple that she's wearing. Crushed velvet, I mean. Yeah. Snap, crackle, pop. She, up until this point, has been kind and soft and gracious. And here we see her act like an actual queen. And be all like, yeah, serious voice and stuff. Aww. They notice they notice her take the little girl sledding, but they don't notice that she's an imposter pretending to be a tutor with no credentials or ID or anything. Tobogany. It's called sledding. Oh, I've done a lot of flying in my time. Yeah. Again, love, love the clothes. I don't want it to seem like, I don't want people to be like, she's not ugly. Shut up, Bethany. It's not that she's ugly. I'm not saying she's ugly. She's very pretty. She just looks like a real human being. Like, I believe I would run into her at Walmart, you know? Maybe Target. She's got cute clothes. Maybe I'd run into her. <laughs> She's so good at this, like, subtle photography stuff. Oh. 
I want to know if she's ever ridden a horse. The saddle. Right, and next thing we know, she's riding the horse like an expert. So, did we miss the part where growing up in New York City got her a lot of uh, horseback riding lessons? I mean, her dad owns a diner, so it doesn't seem like the kind of thing she would have been exposed to. I don't know. Maybe she knows how to ride a horse for the same reason that I know how to ride a horse. She dated a guy who owned a horse. <laughs> you know what this, this scene reminds me of? Do you remember that god-awful Pride and Prejudice that we love? Where she, like, writes in the storm and then she like stomps up to this house and of course it turns out to be Darcy's and she like spends the night with him and his sister that's what this reminds me of she's like not supposed to be out there but she's out there and she's in the middle of the woods and she's talking to the horse okay Let's take a moment here. If her feet were really in the stirrups the way they were supposed to be, she would have just twisted an ankle hardcore. But I'm fine with it because it's a movie. And we need the dramatics of her being left in the wilderness in the middle of the night. Where are you going? You know what? That would totally be me. I would never just like sit there in the forest like, well, yeah, I would be like, all right, we got to get the F out of here. Right? And be like, what direction was that again? This reminds me of Beauty and the Beast. She's like about to be attacked by a wolf in the middle of the woods. Oh, yeah. Oh. Sam. Yeah, I love that there's like one random wolf in the middle of this forest. He only talks to her. Go, get out of here. Shoo, be gone. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Scamp is still crying and Beowulf got a toy. <laughs> okay, see, but the cabin, like, this is kind of like in Pride and Prejudice, right? By the way, if anybody's wondering what version of Pride and Prejudice I'm referring to, it's the Mormon Pride and Prejudice, and it's awful in the best possible ways, and everyone should go watch it. Available on Prime Video. Nice. Nice. I, okay, looking at this, I wish I could pull off turtlenecks. I have a chubby cheek situation going on, but she looks adorable and super cozy. So you're not a fan of, <laughs> right? He's wearing like a turtleneck and a sweater over the turtleneck, but it's like what you were talking about earlier. They're they're both wearing gray turtlenecks. Like they they're constantly put in similar clothing. 
Why don't you want to be king? Why would you? Not in riding boots. In theory, the riding boots would keep your feet like moderately dry. My question is, why is this girl who doesn't really know the prince? Like, you should be the prince. It would be great for your personality. Like, you don't know his personality, but cool. Yeah, she never said that. <laughs> Again, with these camera angles, they're like showing how incredibly tiny she is. And then they flip it so you can see like his height difference. They're like making it very exaggerated. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I'm tall. My husband, or I'm tall. I'm small. My husband's tall. I get that it's like an daunting thing. I don't notice it. Um, I notice it sometimes, but I notice it more when I see pictures of us. And I'm like, oh, wow, am I that short? I love that he finds this journal of his father's and he's like trying to figure out the riddle and he shares it with her. Like, I, It's strange, but I think it also shows like a moment of vulnerability and trust because he's not showing it to Simon. He's not showing it to his mom or his sister or that other girl, the mean girl. He's showing it to her. The liar. I mean, he doesn't know that, but. Right. They have good chemistry. The tiniest neigh of a horse distracts him. Really? I call BS. I don't think you would hear your horse neigh in the middle of like almost a smooch and be like, oh, I got to go. He's just going through all his journals. Oh, look, a secret. A secret. Secret, secret. Because it's a movie. Movies and TV shows, I'm telling you, they always have the best hiding places for stuff. I was watching Blacklist yesterday, and he hid something inside a lamp. Like, not the light bulb or something, but, like, if you took the bottom half of the lamp off, it was shoved inside the <laughs> hole. I think that's brilliant, Sam. Now he's like, what are these guys doing in my house? On my And the mean girl sees him and uh, the two of them fighting rather intimately. And she's so upset, she slams the curtains closed. Again, he looks super comfy. I want that outfit so I can wear it to bed. <gasps> Lindsay! How did you guess that? You're bloody brilliant. I don't remember seeing it coming that early. Kiss your brain, Lindsay. Adoption! She's just, like, telling her friends about it. See, at least she's whispering now. 
you know? Like, earlier I felt like she was just talking in a normal register, but now she's like, the princess has left it. Of course she doesn't know yet. It's big information. Like, this is going to, yeah, because they're like, this is going to make your career. And it's like, yeah, as a gossip columnist. You think he does? Maybe, but I'm adopted and I don't act like that. <laughs> I know. And now she's like, I care about you. I'm the best option for you. I'm super cool. Pick me. Choose me. Love me. And she kisses him and Amber sees it and she's all upset. You need me. That's that's her selling point is not I love you. It's you need me to do this job. You just want attention. You don't want my heart. Charlie Puth, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> She's like, you can't dump me or you'll regret it. And he's like, mm -hmm. He's like, I don't think I will. She's just like working on it in her room. She calls her dad. She doesn't have much time to check in. Do we think she hasn't called her dad this entire time? Is it weird that we used to text our dad like every single day? Does that make us strange? Well, we're all a lot closer than most people, so. I love how real her dad is. Like, again, with the acting choices, like he looks like a real person. I think I would walk into him at Home Depot. And I love his apron, the way it's like way up on his belly. Right. <laughs> he just goes to answer the door and leaves the papers like out on her bed in the open. Whoever you're answering the door to cannot see those papers. No matter who it is in that entire palace, they should not see those papers. End of story. Oh, Richard. I just need a few minutes to talk to you. Let me get my coat. I'll be right there. Right? Like, tuck it under your mattress or hide it in the air vent or something. Well, it's only until she gets back from her little chit-chat with him, right? 
I don't know. That's fair. So hide it in an air vent then. Hold it really tiny and tuck it into your boots. Oh, she's wearing ch chucks. Well, um, I'm out. <laughs> and now he explains himself. There's nothing between me and Sophia. And it's like, Richard, you've known her three days. It's fine if there is something between you and whoever you want. Well, why would he? Why would he feel the need to explain himself? Probably because he still wants to. That was adorable. You should sneeze all the time. Tomorrow night. Here's the obligatory ball. him kisses her and the music goes to romantic music oh that's so <laughs> you should be tiny that way which is like on her toes and stuff but i get it you do not unlock a door with a bobby pin like that okay Sorry, if you're like watching this movie and you're like, all she needed was a bobby pin, you need two. You need something to turn the mechanism and you need something else to hold it in place. You do not just shove a bobby pin into a door and pops open, okay? Yeah, <laughs> into two pieces, yeah. Oh, look at that. They find information by simply sneaking into her room you know i'm noticing this palace does not have enough guards <laughs> not enough people are paying attention to what's going it's like rugrats have you ever seen rugrats as an adult nobody is watching those kids that's how i feel about this palace nobody's paying enough attention so he goes to the cemetery to talk to his papa because he's nervous about taking the throne and he just kissed a cute girl, but she's American. We all know how Europeans feel about Americans. <laughs> no, I'll leave it in. We've all heard the rumors. Right? <laughs> The second pitch perfect. He's just at the cemetery on bended knee talking to a tombstone, which I always found to be strange because I feel like in real life, when you want to talk to the person that's gone, you don't go to the place you said goodbye to them at. You go to like the place where you remember them, if that makes sense. Yeah, and this one has, like, an engraving of his face in it. Where'd all the lights go? Two scenes ago, this place was covered in lights. He's like, well, that's all I brought. And here we have the makeover scene.
He looks so sad that Amber's gonna leave. She's a good actress. She like is so genuine in this scene. Rom-com actors don't get enough credit. They never win awards. Merry Christmas, Amber. Aww. It's cheesy, but I don't mind it. They do it well, so I accept it. It's fine. <gasps> it's so pretty. Not the bracelet. The bracelet is really cute, but the box, I was like, oh, so pretty. The bracelet is cute, though. I like the little charm bracelet. <laughs> right like you wouldn't have made it past the first episode you'd be like that girl in the bachelor that didn't get a flower during the pilot <laughs> i know it screams Lindsay. i don't know <laughs> I don't know. That's just what they seem to put her in the prints in a lot. Okay, see, now all the lights are back. I know people are going to be like, well, you can't see the lights during the daytime. No, but you can see the remnants of them. Oh, her dress is beautiful. Both. But I was talking about the queen. <laughs> And of course, he's in typical dress for a prince, right? I love the shoulders, though. Cinderella? Yeah, the Disney Cinderella? 100%. 100 million percent. Blue dress, Lindsay. And she has Tinkerbell here. She looks absolutely gorgeous. I love how pretty. But again, we have the obligatory, like, again, we have the obligatory, like, everyone stares at her and she walks very slowly. When the whole movie, we've seen her, like, stomp and walk really fast. And now all of a sudden she walks very gracefully. Is she wearing heels? I don't know. Yep. But I'm going to chalk it up to she's nervous. I like that she's not wearing earrings. She's not wearing anything to distract from her face. I think he was supposed to look mesmerized or something. I don't know. Because you look perfect. Seven years of perfect tonight. Just in case I'm not enough of a freak already. Let's add a tiara. My whole podcast could just be me like singing and saying random quotes. 
this is what it's like to hang out with Prince Kaifi on Pod Behind the Scenes, guys. If you ever, if you ever want to know, just listen to an episode with me and Lindsay. <laughs> It just doesn't sound good. <laughs> quotes and Taylor Swift quotes. Taylor, Taylor Swift quotes. I like how formal everyone is dancing. Fancy dance. <laughs> Except Amber. Amber has no idea. And he has to lead her. She catches on really quickly for someone who supposedly has no idea how to dance. Her dress is not very flattering. I'm sorry. So far, I've been like on board with Sophia's wardrobe choices. But yeah, they didn't uh, do her any justice in this scene. Which is fine, right? She's the bad guy. And she's very opposite of Amber in this scene. Like, she's got on a lot of jewelry. She's got on a, a red dress that's tight and silky. And Amber's wearing very minimal jewelry. She's wearing a blue dress. It's flowy, not skin tight. It's textured, not skin Right. And she looks heartbroken. And he looks like he's about a sister. I thought it was really sweet, actually. I thought it kind of looked like a moment where he forgot the whole room was there. Because he was, like, about to kiss her, and then they started clapping, and he was like, oh, right, I'm in a room full of people. So straight. Like, it feels very forced to me that all of this is happening the same day. Yeah. I think this is... It's the coronation ball, and I think this is Christmas Eve. I'm obsessed with all the twinkling lights. I want my entire house to look like this 24-7. I can come from space if I was like, will you hang all these lights? <laughs> I'd be like, I'll buy you a ladder, but I'm not getting up there. I like her look. She's very pride. Her face is like beaming with pride. You know what it is? I know why I like the mom's dress so much. It reminds me of the animated Anastasia dresses. Oh, they always kneel during their... I don't know. That part, I that's a personal choice, I guess. But I know they're supposed to kneel during this time because they're they're bowing before their kingdom, right? Her tiny little tiara is adorable. Also, this is weird. Never heard. I have never heard of a coronation where they allow you to like jump in and make a speech about why someone's not supposed to be the sovereign. That's something people do in weddings. Fraudulent. Her face. The queen's like, oh crap, they know. I think that she knew. 
I love her face. It has to be a royal heir is what they were saying. But I love her face. She's such a good actress. Look at her little tiny lip tremble thing. Amber, come here. I'll give you a hug. It's going to be all right. The movie still has half an hour left. Oh. Oh, legitimate. No. Look at her true colors. Well, I'm allowed to say that one. Uh, damn and ass. And then you can say <laughs> America, you're just an ass. <laughs> I like how he just walks up there and he's like, I'm the kid. Now he looks angry. Yeah. Right? Do you expect him to just be like, oh, it's cool. I knew you were lying. Well, I didn't, but it's fine. I like being lied to. And I love the entire kingdom just found out I was adopted at the same time I did. And now I'm not going to be king. Even though I've been wrestling with the idea of, of accepting my throne for like a year. <laughs> Again, good acting. She looks really sad. No, the green screen in the car is terrible. King Richard? Why didn't you tell me? Ah, who cares? I don't know. I didn't see the second one. I think there's three of them. You know, what's interesting is, does that mean that they like faked her pregnancy for nine months? Which I guess wouldn't have been that hard, right? Like she's the queen. She, when she's still right like when she was still queen to a king like when the king was still in charge i guess it wouldn't have been super hard for her to like be pregnant and be like oh she's on bed rest kind of thing especially because that would have been you know what 30 years ago that being said princess diana never got a day's rest when she was pregnant and that was over 30 years ago so never mind And what we've seen in this doesn't bode well for their press situation either. I know, poor girl. I don't understand her, like, if you really want to abdicate the throne, I get it. It's not really up to him anymore. 
wants to like challenge the the I don't know the conditions of the law of who gets to be king that's fine but literally being like you can't abdicate that's not a thing when they just told you you no longer have a right to the crown poor mom I would give her a hug too Right. Eh, I wish I'd never found out I was adopted. What? Do I not look like you? <laughs> and then the two of them are getting married like immediately. They're so they're so gross. Five minutes ago she was like, Richard, you know how much I love you. Power hungry. This is interesting. The, this is interesting. So what's happening here is that they can't get married unless everyone is present. When they were just present, or I'm sorry, they can't get coronated unless everyone is present, even though everyone was present for the ball last night. And now we're also finding out that it has to be within 24 hours or he no longer has the right to demand the throne. And it has, what happens after that 24 hour period? Do they just like not have a king? Right. Yeah. And she really does sound like she's crying. I'm all for it. I love it because I'm an ugly crier, so I'm like, yes, I'm seen. Because in movies and TV shows, they do that, like, fake glistening tear down the perfectly normal face. And I'm like, how is not one inch of you, like, red or swollen? Right? Where's your, like, messed up mascara? And don't give me that waterproof crap because it only works so well. Right. I love that she stole the journal and she's taking it back to the States with her. Do we, do, does everybody see what's happening? Her dad sent some kind of limerick to her that she joked about fortune cookies with. And it reminded her of this Helen. And she reveals to the audience that she stole the journal and was going to take it back to the United States with her. I know, but she was all like, I'm really sorry, Richard. I didn't mean for to do anything wrong. And it's like, I mean, stealing his dead dad's journal is pretty messed up. But are we maybe like she forgot until that moment that it was in her bag or something. Oh. 
I love this. The law says it has to be a bloodline. Yeah, well, the law, the law also says that the king decides, and he decided before he died that it should be his kid. It's like, I mean, which one of those laws has holds more weight? Right. I love it. I would so be like, you don't know what we have. You're like, I will find somewhere to put you. Don't you worry. Yeah. Oh, I would love that kind of power. Snap my fingers. It breaks so easily but no one else noticed that it fell apart. What is this? Okay, so we have a letter where the king says that he can be prince because he's the king and he says so. A quorum, by the way, is a real thing. I learned about it when I was reading the Princess Academy series. Not, No, that's not how words work. I learned about it when I was reading the Vampire Academy because it was in the series. I was like, what is the legitimacy of this? Everyone's upset, but there's nothing anyone can do about it. And the prime minister is like, oh, this is gross. No, king, no, king. <laughs> now we're talking about king. I would wait so long. <laughs> I'd be like, did anybody hear anything? What was that? Anybody hear anything at all? I thought I heard something. Amber! She looks genuinely happy to see her former tutor person. I like the queen so much in this scene. She's like, wait, do you have a lifeline? I'll take it. <laughs> she's like I know you like lied to me and broke my son's heart but like what's that in your hand I feel like there would have had to have been a witness or the prime minister would have had to have signed it or something but instead he just like wrote a letter and signed it with his seal and they're like yep it's as good as blood to me Truth, honor, and love. Very, like, it's so poetic -y and it's like, in a real proclamation, wouldn't they be like, here's the rules? Like, have you ever read the Constitution? There's not a lot of metaphors in there. <laughs> right, I mean, it's very, like, convoluted conversation because that's how they used to talk. But it's not like, let us bring forward the light and the shadows of darkness. <laughs> you guys, we really do like the movie. I'm sorry. This is just how Lindsay and I talk. <laughs> the queen believes her, so. 
shocking that the queen would only her when she wants to start the queen. Right. They just don't, they just, they don't want Simon to be king so bad that they're like, you know what? Good enough. <laughs> and spend quality time with both heirs. Shockingly, Sophia would like a divorce from Simon. I can't believe that. That's so strange. I mean, people can get married in a drive-thru in Vegas, so we have a lot of room to complain here. <laughs> oh, Amber leaves because she thinks she's no longer welcome, which I'm pretty sure she's not, so it's fine. Get out, leave right now. Long live King Richard the Second. <laughs> Ooh, very nice, very nice. Call back to Princess Diaries as if we haven't done that enough today. And Merry Christmas, because of course this is all happening on Christmas Day. When else would they have a coronation? Right? We're back in New York. See her New York accent? Terrible. You know, this reminds me of that scene in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days where the... Right. Fashion, shoes. Can I write about politics? Uh, did I say politics? No. Get it, girl. Tell them. I just noticed it, but she actually has a really nice booty. I love that outfit. If I could pull off a shirt that tight, I would totally wear it. I do not look flattering in tight shirt, in tight clothes at all, really. It's not good on my body type. You're wearing baggy clothes for days. How surprised would you be if I walked in anywhere wearing a shirt that tight? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, so like in the world of viralness, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Your blog just caught 20,000 likes. I mean, I don't think she's selling it. She just wrote it and posted it. She didn't make a profit off of it. And it's her writing. They might not have even noticed the way they disregarded her. So she's going to hang out with her dad at the diner. And she's still in maroon. Do you notice that? 
She's still wearing maroon. It was maroon. Girl is not a good waitress. You do not take two plates. You could have taken all three plates. There wasn't even that much. I know, right? Oh, no, somebody threw a snowball. This reminds me of um, Bridget Jones, where he shows up and they kiss in the snow in the middle of the night or in the middle of the blizzard or whatever. I love that he just shows up there, though. Like, why? <laughs> Aww. I didn't get to say bye. I flew all the way to New York to get back the girl that lied to me and broke my heart because I couldn't find anybody else. Just kidding. I have a handsome prince and I'm doomed to loneliness. And part of it is that he read her blog. So he saw like her good heart and um, how much she really cared about him and his country. So that's kind of cool. Okay, not to be cheesy, but... The second time Quentin proposed to me, it was in the snow and his jeans got like soaking wet and his knee was freezing from, well, I kind of feel bad for him because he's in the street. So like his knee is filthy. Also, you're in New York. That street is not empty. I don't care that it's snowing or that it's New Year's Eve. I call BS. I don't know. There's literally no one. They're in New York City on New Year's Eve, and there's not a single person that exists. There's no one walking. There's no one driving. There's no one like. No. Nope. Strongly disagree. Hard path. <laughs> Of course I'll marry you. Look at that rock. That thing weighs way too much. Titanic. Um, my wedding band has blue diamonds on it, but Quentin did that, so. That's my birthstone. Fireworks. Because they're in love forever. Yeah, but love, Lindsay. So I don't know exactly what the other movies are about, but I know one of them is about the wedding, and I think the other one is about their baby. And I have not seen them, but I assume they're not great.
I, you know, I think this movie is really cute, you guys. I really do. When you compare it to something as solid gold as, as like the, right, like this is this isn't a right, like this is a home run, but they didn't knock it out of the park. Yeah. So what did what did you like about it though? Because we did finish it, by the way. The movie's over. So much illegality. Right. Now, I will say I very much enjoy Christmas movies that are romantically related. Um, I don't know why I said that. I love all romantic movies and books, all right? Um, no, but that I do prefer. I like the Christmas aspect. I don't know why, considering you'd think I like a Hanukkah one, but you know what? There's not a lot of Hanukkah ones that exist, so sue me. Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of a single like Hanukkah, Hanukkah rom com. Can you? No. So if you're listening and you know some, tell us. We'll watch it. We'll do an episode. Um, yeah, I really like this one. I think that the actors have a lot of great chemistry. I loved all of the camera angles. I love that they were constantly wearing like similar clothes and similar color tones. Um, and I loved that Sophia was constantly the exact opposite of Amber. She always had her hair down. It was always curled. She always wore a lot of makeup instead of a little. She had a lot more extravagant jewelry and clothing. Um, whereas Amber, I think they were going the for the... I'm not like other girls concept, you know? Um, I do think there are a lot of moments that are unrealistic. And this movie came out before Princess Switch. So I think by the time they went from this movie to Princess Switch, they made a lot of, right, like they made a lot of changes that added to its credibility. Like the fact, I've literally, and please tell me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I've never heard or seen a coronation before where right before they drop the crown, they go, by the way, does anybody not want this to happen? Like, I've seen it at weddings. Okay, that's not true. I've seen it at weddings on TV and in movies. I've never actually been to a wedding. Right, like... <laughs> Right, like I've never been to a wedding where someone actually said that in their in the in the ceremony. Um, but so the the coronation is a little flimsy because of that one scene and line, right? Um, I think it's also a little flimsy that all they needed was to find a letter, and it was like, well, it's signed with his seal, and that's good enough for us. Right, like I feel like it should have had a witness signature, maybe a judge, maybe the prime minister, maybe someone from the high council. Um, I don't know. Yeah, notarized. Like there should have been something to legitimize it other than like, well, we're pretty sure he wrote it because his seal's on there and there's obviously no way to forge that. 
I mean, people can make fake money, but they can't forge a stamp in sealed wax. Come on. That's very exciting. Good job, Lindsay. Um, it's honorable, and we're talking about truth, honor, and love. Oh, no, wait. That's the better movie. <laughs> Just kidding, you guys. But I really do, if we're going to, you know, split hairs, here's my thing. There's another Netflix Christmas movie. It just came out. It stars Lindsay Lohan and um, uh, um, what's his name? Overstreet? Shane? Right? I'm forgetting his name. Cord Overstreet, I think is his name. Um, listen, guys. If Princess Switch is the top of the cake and Christmas Prince is the crumb that fell on the bottom, then, <laughs> then, <laughs> right, throw away. Listen, <laughs> I think, I think Court Overstreet actually did a really good job in that movie. And I think Lindsay Lohan did her best. I genuinely believe that. But the two of them had absolutely no chemistry. The storyline was extremely forced and flimsy at best. In its best moments, it was still utterly flimsy. And on top of that, it just, it wasn't believable. There was nothing about that story where I was like, this could kind of sort of happen. Now, don't get me wrong. It's unrealistic that an American journalist could sneak into the castle of a royal family and trick all of them and reveal that someone is adopted in the middle of the ceremony. It's unrealistic. <laughs> right. She was from Chicago. Right. Like, no, I'm totally, I'm a million percent agreeing with you. I totally get that these things are unrealistic and that they're supposed to be. So do not at me. But some of them have more of a realistic feel to them than others. And I think, I don't think the one with Court Overstreet holds that weight. Um, and I'm sorry for that because I was really excited about it. No, you know what happened is I watched all of it and I was like, my heart is unhappy and I watched Christmas Switch, even though I just watched it a few days ago. I was like, I need like a palate cleanser right now. I need a palate cleanser. I need something to distract from the way that my heart feels right now. Because he knows we're talking about a boring movie. Anyway. Right? If you're listening to this, uh, it comes out December 25th. So, happy Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Um, I really Merry Kwanzaa. I really hope... I know there's a lot of other holidays. What is it? Right. Happy winter. And I hope you enjoy the whatever it is that you're doing today, whether it's celebrating or 
hiding from your family or working or whatever. I'll be thinking of you. Whatever the traditions in your family are. Um, and uh, that's Thanksgiving. Uh, and thank you for, for being here and for listening. And uh, the podcast will be back to regular episodes sometime in the new year, in January, in 2023, which is the most insane thing I've said all day. 2023 that blows my mind yeah there's just like april your birthday and then okay so thank you all for being here and i know exactly what we're gonna say today do not, under any circumstances, think that you can sneak into a palace and get away with it. You can't. It's dangerous. They really will throw you in the dungeons, and they probably have them. Yeah, it's called treason. Um, <laughs> anyways, happy holidays. Thank you for being here, Lindsay, always. same talk to you guys later uh yeah (laughs) bye i don't know how to sign off anymore don't sneak into a palace don't get caught (laughs) right all right anyways Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how did, oh, yeah. Uh, I guess not keep reading because we watched a movie. So keep watching, keep listening, and don't sneak into a palace. <laughs> Bye.